Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Who do you think you are? You know how when people say, and just who do you think you are? Tell them you are a son or a daughter of God. And you know what that makes you? That makes you everything. That makes you everything that you need to be in Christ Jesus. Today I come before you. First of all, I always want to give honor and reference to God because guess what? Our alarm clocks did not wake us up, but it was the power of God. It was his spirit. It was his unctioning that woke us up because don't you know, in my mind, that alarm clock could have went off for 30 minutes. And if God says, no, you're not getting up, you wouldn't have gotten up. I wouldn't have gotten up. So I give all honor to God. I thank him for being all powerful and all knowing. Well, Keisha, you just don't know what I'm going through. Well, let me tell you this. You just don't know what I'm going through. But as sons and daughters of God, we are held to the fire, so to speak, to encourage others, even when we are going through. And it doesn't have to be a whole long drawn out sermon or prayer although I've seen those work miracles I've seen those lift people up I've seen them lift me up from a heavy place from a dark place but don't you know that just telling somebody girl you that looks good on you you don't know what that might do for that person you don't know what that person left back at home we got to think deeper. We got to go beyond just what we're no, we are used to seeing. And we have to ask God <clears throat> to help us to be attentive, make our seeing sharp, what we hear sharper, so that we can do what he has called us to do. And it's only going to come, first of all, from a true, sincere surrendering of your entire life to Christ. Not just saying, oh God, I, you know, I, I love you and, and Lord, I, you know, I, I, I believe that, that you lived, your son lived and died and then we go ahead. I have loved ones that think that that's it. Well, I just, yeah, I believe in God, but there's no fruit in their lives. There's no deliverance in their lives. And let me just say to you this morning, it's time out for using that old phrase, that old statement that I have heard people use, believers and non-believers, straddle the fence and walk in the straight and narrow. I'm so tired of hearing people say, well, you know, God loves everybody. Okay, so now what's your point? Yes, God loves everybody. He is love. He's never going to change who he is, but when are we going to change who we are? Meaning we're going to not take that for granted anymore. Yes, God, I know that you love me, but I know that you want me to be delivered because when we are delivered and made free, we have to first know it's, this walk is not our own. Our lives are not our own. It's not about us. But when we are delivered, then guess what we can do? then we can minister to somebody else. We can go back and get our friend. We can go back and get that loved one that's lost. 
I can't minister to you about not being an adulteress when I'm an adulteress. I can't minister to you about being a thief when I'll steal the, the shine off Kojak's head. I cannot do it. So God loves us. That's the first thing. But he loves us enough that he wants us to get into his word and find out how serious it is when we live in habitual sin. Well, Keisha, what do you mean? If you were a fornicator, been there, done all of that. If you've been a fornicator, I had to say that because sometimes we think that people who are saved and filled with the Holy Spirit and walking for Christ didn't have a past, didn't have a checkered past at that. But I had to say that. But if you were a fornicator back in the 70s, back in the 80s, and we're in 23 and you still a fornicator, you are in a habitual lifestyle. You are known as a person who is sexually promiscuous. If you were cheating on your wife or your husband back in the 60s and it's 23 and you still dipping and dodging and peeping and hiding and riding and sliding, you need to get delivered. If you've been stealing from your job since 96 and you this 23 and you still stealing from your job, you need to get delivered. And let me tell you, that's not anything to be afraid of. The flesh wants us to be afraid. But God said, if you just confess it to me, I'm faithful to forgive you. If you just confess it to me, I want to help you. I'm going to send people your way. I'm going to send people your way that will help nurture you, that will help give, that will help you in this walk to your deliverance. That's what God wants to do for us today. So I submit to you, if you're not delivered, you need to be on your path to getting delivered. Ask God to help you because the wages of sin is death. We want to dance all around that with, well, God loves everybody. Yeah, he loves you enough to give you his word. He loves us enough to give us his word. Do you know that God could hide his word from us if he chooses to he's God he can do whatever he deems necessary he can do it because he's God he doesn't have to have a, a reason he doesn't have to have an explanation he can do it because he's God and I want to say to you this morning that he whom the son has set free is free indeed you that means you got your you got your proof. You got your paperwork in your hand. He whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Yes, Lord. And I always like to say, it's like when you go to buy a house or you paying off your house. And what do they give you in your hand that makes you know and lets the world know, your neighbors know, your family know that that house now belongs to you. They give you your deed. And you can say, I'm free and clear. I don't owe no money. 
I don't have to pay nobody. I don't, I don't lean on this property. This belongs to me. This is my deed. And he whom the son sets free is free indeed. And what is the proof? When you know you've been set free, your proof is the fruit of the spirit that is active in your life. People can see it. People know you as a person who is long-suffering. People know you now as a person who is kind and forgiving. But if you don't ever get delivered, if you don't ever allow God to put you on the path of being free, you're not. people are not going to ever know you by the fruit of the Spirit. They're never going to know you as a person who walks with the Spirit, walks by the Spirit, walks under the Spirit of God. So guess what? This is all good news. This is all good news because God, every single day, 24 hours a day, is there for you and I to deliver us to a place of peace and joy and fulfillment in him. Fulfillment is not. Fulfillment is not. Your flesh will tell you, yeah, I'm fulfilled now that I said that, that I did that. But fulfillment is not mouthing off. Fulfillment, yeah, you fulfilled your flesh, but you did not build up your spirit man. The part of you that reaches out to God. Fulfillment is not found in the liquor store. It's not. Now, I'm not telling you that it's a, a sin to drink wine. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, look past, look past. Oh, she's saying it, 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 it's a sin to drink. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if you have a habit of drinking to the point to where you get drunk, and you just, you don't even have to get drunk. Because anything that we overdo, anything that we do too much of, where we're not in control of it, but it controls us, that's a sin. So your deliverance and your peace is not going to be found in the liquor store. It's not going to be found in the bed of someone who doesn't belong to you. Whether you're married and sleeping with somebody that, that is not your wife or your husband, or whether you are in a relationship of fornication. That's just what God says. That's the truth. And the truth will set us free. It'll make us free. And he whom the son sets free is free indeed. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling. Don't you know God is a keeper if you want to be kept? If you want to be kept. And let me say this. There have been times in my life when God was keeping me and I wasn't even aware that he was keeping me. Guess what that is called? That is called grace. And once I realized that God was keeping me, now it's no longer me thinking that, oh, God's just going to deliver me out of everything and I ain't got to ask him. No, I like to say God gives us grace to get in place. So today I want to say to you, we think that God is just sitting back and he's just going to continue to allow us to do whatever we want to do, that we can just hurt people, that we can just manipulate people. God is, and if you have done anything 
myself included, if you've said something that you shouldn't have, if you've done something that you shouldn't have, if you have, if you have set a trap and a snare, if you have built up a case against a person and you know that it's fabricated and you did it to harm someone and you better be, I'm telling you, hear me, you better be careful if you do it against one of God's sons or one of his daughters. Because we think that God is just a God of love and that he just sits, you know, just sits up in the heavens and floats on a glory cloud. And, oh, I'm just going to bless everybody today. And I'm going to turn my head away from the hurt and the pain and the stress that someone is putting on my son and my, and my daughter. But God is not going to do that. God is a vengeful God. God is a God of wrath. And God is a God of judgment. And if you have not even started to try to make something right, you better be on the path to make something right. And that first thing is saying, God, I was wrong. God, I don't know why I did that. God, I didn't let you lead me. But God, I'm asking you to help me to begin to make this right. And God may tell you, to send a text. He may tell you to send an email. He may tell you to even go to that person in person. He may tell you to show up on their job. He may tell you to call their friend or call their family member and say, hey, I'm trying to get in touch with Bob. I'm trying to get in touch with Kay. Can you please let them know that I'm trying to, to reach them because I need to speak to them. You don't have to tell the person what it is. That's our problem now. We talk too much. And we, as my sissy do, always reminds me, you don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. So today I want to say to you, this is a day to get it right, to make it right. And don't you know that if you humble yourself, first God is pleased. Then it, humility feeds your spirit. And then when God sees your humility, He's going to begin to give you the steps and the plans to make things right. If you've been with somebody and you know that's not your husband and you know that's not your wife, you have torn down a family. And now I'm going to just, I ain't prepared to give you no answer for that. I don't know how to, I don't know, I can't tell you to go to somebody's husband. And because I've, see, I've seen it happen and it was successful to my knowledge. But I, ain't, I don't know what to tell you if you're going to go to somebody's wife and say, hey, I've been sleeping with your husband. I don't know. But God is bigger than all of that. And there is nothing too big that God can't solve, that he can't help us to handle. So, y'all, this is all good news. I love you. And I want to see us delivered. When we're delivered, the stress lessens, the load lessens. We can see a little bit better how God wants us to see. We can hear just a little bit more clear. It's time to get it right. Warning comes before destruction. God, he's close to the humble, but the proud he resists. 
the proud he knows from afar. You all be blessed. Pray for someone today. Be kind to someone today. I was blessed to come back into connection with my cousin, my first cousin over the weekend. And I see her post different things and she'll say, be kind to somebody today. Love somebody today. Don't be selfish. Help somebody else. And that is what the bulk of our walk with Christ is about. Because now about it, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. The greatest of these is love. Because God is love. He is his word. And his word is who he is. God is love. And love is God. It all intertwines and mixes up together. But it's the same. It comes out with the same result. So be kind to somebody today. Love somebody today. Cash app somebody a few dollars today. Oh, no. I ain't got, oh, no. That's my last. That's when God sees that you are willing to release what you got so that he can. I've seen him do it for me. I've seen him do it for me. And it hadn't been hundreds of dollars, but it bless the person or the people that I sent it to. Here, girl, go get your nails done. Here, girl, go over there and go get you some lunch. Sometimes it may just be go to McDonald's and buy something off the dollar menu. But God multiplies the joy in those few dollars when he knows that you're giving it because you want to be more like him. And that's what we want to do. We want to be more like him. We want to be more like him. We just don't have our hands out saying, gimme, 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 gimme. But we ought to want to be more like him. So, pass this podcast to two people that you know need a word of encouragement. Pray for me. It is my honor to continue to pray for you. And guess what? We moving. How does my cousin say it? I'm going to keep moving and grooving till the world stop moving. I don't know how she said, but it just sounds it just sounds so smooth the way she said. So you all be blessed. I love you. And until next time, surrender your life to Christ. If you're backslidden, come on back over. God is waiting. Bye-bye.